everybody, and welcome to episode 447 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, March 19th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Cruznez, and today I'm going to talk about some more Into the Breach, because I've been playing quite a bit of it, and then I'm going to talk about some more anime, because I'm catching up. I've been catching up for the last week or so, because I've fell behind roughly three to four episodes per series and I just need to catch up before the season ends and that's what I'm doing but let's just get to it <laughs> let's let's get to it and I hope I hope hotcakes man likes my shirt because I wore it just for you get those chains hidden away I like it the little dinosaurs on it I don't even know what the hell these are well that's a t-rex <laughs> and then there's is it the stegosaurus the one that's got all the things on the things great description anywho into the breach i played quite a bit more of it and i just beat it maybe an hour ago i don't know and i beat on easy and i think easy or, or more so i should say i think everyone should play on easy when they're first starting out not because I think it's too difficult in the beginning. It's a nice challenge. But I think when you play on easy, you are allowed to fail more often. If failing or, or making a, a poor decision will not lead to just a cascade of bad moves and bad outcomes that will just leave you getting back to the main menu and having to start all over from the beginning. You're allowed to fail more frequently and you can better learn from your mistakes because you can see them, see the outcome, and adapt to that, learn from them, and continue on in the same playthrough. Also, you'll start to learn the systems more and get a handle of how things work and develop strategies, and all of that will then make the easy playthrough really easy. I had very few challenges in the game and they only came from when I made stupid mistakes but also when you play through it on easy and clear islands they will unlock so you can start from them from the very beginning when you start a new playthrough regardless of difficulty and most importantly I'd say you will earn a number of achievements it'll vary depending on what you do and how you play and all that but you will definitely unlock a handful of achievements during your easy playthrough and unlocking achievements is how you earn currency for the the mech store or whatever the hell you want to call it the squad store which allows you to purchase other squads because in the very beginning you can only use one squad so you need to earn achievements in order to get these coins so that you can then purchase more squads and be able to try the game with a different squad that has different strategic elements and all that jazz and so I think it's a good idea to just play through it on easy once. Maybe multiple times you can get some more achievements if you want. But I think once just to get a handle for the game. And yeah, so I did that. Beat the game. And was able to unlock two squads. I could have unlocked three, but I went for a more expensive one. And another thing that's nice is that with all the squads you do unlock, you can then mix and match and create your own squad. So you can pick one unit from this squad, one unit from that squad, etc. And it allows for a lot more strategy in terms of, okay, I want, I want to have 
this unit from this squad that is impervious to fire and uh and i want to get this one that does a lot of defensive moves and then i want this that is really heavy on action but has some weakness uh, attributes as well so i'm excited to just keep playing and try out new squads and all that it's it's taken over my life somewhat game wise i haven't really played anything other than that and it's you can tell it's really gotten its hooks into me because this day and age i don't really like playing games on my pc and i don't care i'll play into the breach all the time because i can play a mission here or there although you know it won't take me too long unless i'm really struggling and probably when i move back to a higher difficulty it'll be more thinking involved in all that but um i'm just i i adore the game it's 15 dollars on steam only windows currently but it will be coming out for mac and linux and i just i want the game so badly to come out on other platforms because i just want to play it on other platforms i would love to be able to play it on my tv i would love to be able to play it on the switch and take it wherever i'd love to be able to play it on my my iphone i have a small iphone so that would be a little bit annoying but on my ipad or anything like that um I just I would like to I would like to just get the game on every device I can and keep playing it because I am just absolutely adoring it. It is so much fun and I can't recommend it highly enough. If you like games like chess, board games like chess or the Duke, um, and you want to play something like that in video game form that is reminiscent of games like Advance Wars, XCOM, any turn-based strategy game that uses sort of grid-based movement and puts you into a small plane i mean the plane is very small it's i'd say it's more similar to advanced wars than xcom but it's that same kind of uh, mentality and i just i love it because i and i love the way the environment comes into play at times like the levels that have tidal waves or ones in later areas that have conveyor belts so that you can mix it you can put objects on there that will move you can put push mountains onto them um i love being able to move enemies into the line of sights of other enemies and have them attack themselves and another important thing to remember which is something i didn't really think about at first is that there's a little ticker in the top that tells you how many moves left till victory and i think it's five from the very beginning and maybe that changes with difficulty like maybe especially the hard one i think it's the same on normal and easy but you don't have to kill the bugs unless there is a mission objective because with your missions you'll have it'll it'll depend on the difficulty depending on how many different objectives it has so i think the most is three but the little objectives will have a star a little like lightning bolt or maybe some other thing that is of I don't know what, but with the star you can use those after you clear an island to purchase upgrades like new weapons that you can equip. I don't think you can purchase pilots, but you can also purchase the little power cells that allow you to power up your mechs. And there might be a few more things. And then the lightning bolts add to your power grid, which if that gets to zero, that's how you get a game over. And I'm losing track of what exactly I was getting to with all that. But, yeah, you keep in... Yeah, to the point that you don't have to kill all the bugs. In that, 
you really just want to make sure the bugs don't destroy buildings in your environment. Because every time a building takes an attack, you lose one little tick on your power grid. And so it's much more important to keep bugs from attacking buildings than to just go right out and try to kill them. So it's maybe in your best interest to, uh, like with the, the starting squad, there's a kind of mortar mech which can shoot a projectile and can hit an enemy, but it can also hit a, a space near an enemy and it will push enemies in the adjacent spaces. So it could be more beneficial to, instead of attacking with that robot, uh, to hit a space that will push multiple enemies away from attacking buildings. So it's, and it's important to keep that in mind because you might be tempted to just go around trying to kill as many bugs as you feel like you can. And in some instances, if you have an objective that says to get a star, you need to kill at least five bugs, then you're going to have to keep that in mind. But five bugs, even if you're playing defensively and trying to keep them out of the way of attacking buildings, you should still be able to do pretty easily. But um, I'm loving Into the Breach. And like I said, I can't recommend it highly enough. I just, you know, it's an amazing game. And I, I need to go back and play FTL, even though I, I don't know. I feel like playing this is giving me such high expectations of FTL, or it's just making me think, oh, they made this game. FTL has to be amazing. FTL is probably amazing, but I know Into the Breach is more of my kind of game. Not to say FTL isn't, but Into the Breach is so my kind of game. That FTL, even if it's like just a little bit not... If I'm just a little bit not into it, I'll be like, oh, so yeah, Into the Breach, amazing. Pick it up now. Don't wait for a Steam sale. Just buy it now. When the Steam sale comes, you should just be my friend because I'll probably gift it to you, and I'll gift it. To, I'll gift it to everyone. I'm not saying this is definitely gonna happen because I'm not rich, but I will gift it to every one of my Steam friends. So friend me on Steam, and I will gift you Into the Breach. Now I won't do that, but you know, a handful of people, I, I'll do that for because it's a great it's a great little game. Moving on to some anime. So, I've been catching up and I already talked I think previously about uh Gakuen Babysitters and the other show that has the name I can never remember, but I've also caught up with How to Keep a Mummy, aka Mera no Kakata. <laughs> I forgot how much I love that name. Mira no Kakata. I, would, I, I made jokes about this before. I was like, what can I do? Let's say right there. I made laughs. That doesn't work. I humored myself by doing the whole Kaka thing. But how to keep a mummy has hit the point where I no longer really enjoy it. And that is because... It is a show that has absolutely no substance other than just being cute and putting its characters in cute situations and being overly dramatic and all this. And it, It's a show that would be so much better suited as a short, whether that's a 12-minute short, a 6-minute short, a 3-minute short. Anything shorter than 24 minutes would better suit this, the, the series because it's just, ah, oh, look at this. And now we look, we're going to add a new little creature 
and now here's another one and it's just getting incredibly tedious and I think to myself probably 6 to 12 minutes in each and every episode well I hope this ends soon because it's just exhausting I can't take that much of it because there's just nothing there there's no real character development you get some new information and all that but I just I don't really care and I'm also not I'm 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 losing it's not the best looking series the art is is okay but it's not that great and the more I watch the more I just can't get over that as as easily either because the story and the the characters aren't doing that much for me so that is a bit disappointing but I guess to be expected I kind of I kind of felt that coming along somewhat early on and I think probably around the sixth episode mark is where I just was like there's nothing here I, I'm getting cute from other series that are also giving me so much more than just that and I can't just accept the series anymore as being just the, the cute show because there are other shows that are cute and more than that like Akun Babysitters and the show that I cannot remember the name of uh, you know and even a few more probably but yeah it's still okay I guess it's just not something I, w- I was way more high on it at the start of the season than I am now the last one I want to talk about I'm almost all caught up with it, is the Junji Ito Collection, just also known as the Ito Junji Collection. And I still think it's fucking terrible. I just, I'm really curious if the material, the stories and all that work better in in the written form. You know, in their collective forms, you know, in the various collections of his short stories. I'm curious if just they they work better because I can't help but laugh every time I watch this stuff because it just not it does not translate to the anime format. I don't think it does. I know some people like it, but I just I I find so many of the stories to be utterly ridiculous and stupid and I'm wondering if it's just because they're not being put onto the screen in a way that makes them scary or anything or if they're all supposed to be kind of stupid and funny but i like I, I just don't know if the intention is to be absolutely stupid and ridiculous i mean there's this one episode where the this girl is concerned because her family's putting peepholes all over the place and then they start looking and then there's one who starts putting a hole in this ceiling and then she pokes him in the eye and then she goes off to try and find her aunt who's in this weird part of town where everything you know just leave your windows open and she's just dressing in her underwear and i don't know then there's a jack the ripper character in there and he gets like the aunt ends up killing i don't i don't know it's so stupid and i just i was excited about it when the season first started and then i just now it's my number one hate watch i enjoy watching it because i dislike it so much and i feel like there are people more than just me um doing that because it doesn't have the highest reviews from uh the regular folk like me so yeah it's it's a mess and i have a few of his books so i really do need to read those and see if i feel like they work better 
in uh, the written form because they don't work as anime, or at least this this studio producing them and making them, uh, they're just not adapting them well. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. So I, ha- I have to really go back to the source material to see if it if the roots of the problem fall within the source material itself or if it's somewhere in the adaptation that things fell apart because I just I think it's I think it's absolutely awful and also speaking of manga I just really need to read the manga I have because I've got a bunch and I haven't read nearly enough of it I've read the only manga that I own that I've read is a silent voice Koino Katachi which I adore and then I've I've fallen behind I was like I don't know, maybe 60-something chapters into Boko Marwood, uh, the, the Kawaii guy to complex the hotels and hostile behavior. However that title goes, which had a single anime season that I adored, and then I, I waited and waited and waited forever for it to come out on Blu-ray, and I didn't think it was ever coming out, so I finally caved and bought it on DVD, which I hate doing these days. And then like a month after I did that, oh, here's a Blu-ray, and then I bought that too love that show it's abs- i love the art of it too it's not the greatest art but it's very colorful and while i i'd say the art is great the animation is a bit lacking but that series is wonderful and sweet and cute and the the manga is amazing as much as i love the anime oh i love the manga and i wish i could purchase it in paper uh, paperback form because i would love to have it i would love to have a physical copy of it but then i I got the uh, Akira hardcover collection, that little box set, which is an incredible box set and humongous and super heavy, but it is gorgeous. And then I have all of Death Note, which I've seen, but I haven't read. So there's so much manga that I just need to read and get to. Um, And comics, too. I don't know. I feel like I have so little free time that I just never get around to actually reading stuff, and I, I hate that. Or I just read regular books and I'm like uh you know i can i can get to this at any point because it won't take that long and i just never do so i need to change that but that will do it for today's episode of the pixelated sausage podcast once again i'm your host mark Kirchnez. y'all can find me on twitter instagram xbox live my on my list, steam and all the usual places at px sausage on psn i am the kush three the site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, Pixelated Radio Redux, and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, which are all also available on podcast services across the globe, like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, the Google Play Store, and other such places like I don't know. Insert here. Blah, 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 blah. You can also find the art I do on the site, as well as over at pxsart.com. And if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do, you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and chip in a buck or two that away. Also, where you're watching this, if you are watching this, you can uh, watch more videos on youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. Pretty soon, maybe later today, or maybe I'll save one or both for tomorrow and later in the week, I have... Videos of Where Are My Friends and Switch or Die Trine that I will be going up. Little little 12, 
13 minute episodes, pixelated playtime, so look forward to that. And then I'll probably start working on the next playthrough game, which I'm trying to, I want to, I want to do some searching and some, uh, looking to see what people like in terms of, and you can also, you know, tweet at me, leave a comment on the, this post or whatever about what people prefer lengthwise for video playthroughs of games. If they like them in short chunks and just lots of episodes, or if they prefer them to be like, here, I want, I want an hour of this or that. Because with Pascure, I did them about, I mean, they ranged anywhere from like 15 to 30 minutes. I think the last two were more around 30 minutes, but they were typically on average, I think somewhere between 15 and like 24 minutes. And so well, I'll see what people think. And I think that might work a little bit better with shorter games, but maybe if I if I end up tackling the 30-hour game, it might be better to do, you know, 31-hour episodes than 120-minute episodes or whatever. So we shall see, and we shall also sell she shore shores at the sea cell. I don't know how that goes. Shall she shall. Shores, we sell seashores, shores sell seashores, sure? Well, 